Hi everybody, this is Intentional Healing and I am Nicole Bridger. Thank you so much for joining in with me today. I'm feeling like talking about um, what I call the poor me um, perspective. And today I want to talk about, you know, whether that is something you are feeling for yourself or you know somebody close to you that often um, takes that role or perspective in life and what you can do to support them. So before we begin, just taking a deep breath and allowing yourself to be here, all the places that's calling your attention out there, to just bring it back to here. So I really understand this poor me kind of perspective. Um, when I was really suffering, um, you know, having an ex-husband um, who was so um, exhausting and struggling with substance abuse and, um, you know, wasn't supporting us at all, I felt like poor me. And uh, seeing all my friends in loving relationships and bringing up their kids with supportive husbands and, um, and companionship. And I thought, you know, poor me. Um, I'm always on my own. No one um, there to love me. I've got to be the mother and the father. I also in my business felt a lot of poor me um, it was so stressful, the production of the clothing and the financial strain. And, you know, I was giving it my all and um, just poor me. Nobody knows what it's like to be under that kind of stress. And uh, even with my body, you know, I would do whatever I could, um, exercise wise and it was never enough or restricting my diet never enough and poor me you know so and so um they barely have to work out and they're always looking fit kind of thing now the thing about this is that whatever we are saying to ourselves is true so if you are drowning in self-pity you're not able to even see the good stuff if you believe that you have it harder than anyone else and whatever you focus on is what grows and that is what's going to grow, that life is harder for you than anyone else, that, um, that that is what you believe. And it just requires uh, some intentional direction and focus of your thoughts to start believing um, that you you do have something worth being grateful for. I can remember, um, you know, when I was really drowning in that self-pity, that it was easy for me to conceptually know that I should be grateful. I had so much to be grateful for. I had a great family. I had um, a lot of access to resources I had my health um, subjectively um, there was just so much and I 
conceptually could say, yeah, sure, there's lots I should be grateful for. But I couldn't feel it. I couldn't allow myself to feel it. And that is the block that keeps you from being able to exist in that place of gratitude more often. So why do we hold it out from ourselves? There's usually a few reasons. Um, one is if we continue to convince ourselves that yes, it is harder for us, it justifies us not shining in the way that our soul wants us to. You know, perhaps it's a little bit too scary to show up in the world in the way that we dream, to go after the life that we really want, to be the kind of person um, can be really scary for a number of reasons. So if we convince ourselves that it's not possible because of the lot that we've got in life and it's just too hard for us, then it justifies us to stay small. We use it as an excuse because really staying in this place of habitual negative thought is often a lot easier than stepping out and shining. It could also be a deep belief that you don't deserve it. There's something inside you that feels in your subconscious that you don't really deserve to feel good. If you start to feel good, then you have something to lose. So you want to start to listen to what it is specifically for you that you're afraid of. When you start to listen um, to the voice that's underneath what's motivating you to keep this perspective of poor me. Because there's some benefit to you. You know, whether um, that voice is saying it's not safe to shift your focus to something that feels better. You don't deserve to feel better. There's going to be something there very specific for you if you start to listen. And how we begin to shift this is a daily practice. That every day when you notice yourself grabbing on to the poor me, poor me uh, perspective, that you want to realize where it's coming from and see that this part of you is just afraid. And to soothe that part of you and to say, it's okay. It's safe for us to shift our focus. And you can slowly, day by day, retrain your brain to start noticing the things worth being grateful for. Gosh, I'm so lucky that my son is healthy. I am so lucky that I get to go for a walk today. I am so lucky to have a friend to call. Whatever it is that you have, because as you build that pathway that you essentially are retraining your brain to pick up on the good feeling stuff, 
and your job is to just focus your thoughts on feeling better, even if it's just a little bit better. And the next day, a little bit better. And the next day, a little bit better. And you begin to slowly, more and more often, notice the things that make you feel good. And now I've really climbed myself out of this mind frame of poor me into lucky me. And it's just from that little bit of training my brain every day. And it has allowed me to shift my life because when you are drowning in self-pity, you are not capable of shifting your life. You know, you're barely just getting sips of air to survive. So if you can slowly every day start to retrain your brain, then you will be able to uh, begin to discover the life that you desire to allow it to emerge. So let's also talk about what if you know somebody who has this kind of perspective in life. I know a number of people who, um, who I'm witnessing right now just drowning in that self-pity. And I have the choice, you know, to how I want to support or ignore because this will trigger something in you as you're observing it. So in me, it could trigger the, the part of me that says, I've got to fix it. Oh no, they're suffering. I've got to show them how to fix it. Um, I'll judge them for, for suffering. Um, and I'll be uncomfortable with their um, situation and perspective. So I will get in there and try and make it better. Or it will trigger the part of me, especially if I've been there before and I haven't fully healed that part of me that um, where I have fully accepted myself with love and compassion, then I don't have love and compassion for those going through the same thing. So I judge it because I'm afraid that it might influence me to be like that again. And I don't want to be like that again. I just got out of that. So then I push it away. Not my problem. I don't have time for this. I can't let you drag me down. So what do we do when someone around us is in this? You know, it's be, first be careful what it triggers in you and to come to your own place of self-love and compassion. And realize that there's nothing wrong going on here. Allowing them to go through what it is that they need to go through. This doesn't mean that you become the doormat that they, you know, just go on and on and on to. You, when you are in a place of true self-love, then you don't allow yourself to be brought down. But it's not from a place of fear. It's not from a place of pushing it away or judging it. And it's certainly not from a place of taking it on. It's just allowing them to be going through what they're going through. It's not my job to fix it. I don't need to take this on. And I don't need to be afraid of it. I may 
with love and compassion need to create some boundaries in our relationship, sure. But the most important part is that you hold the belief that they can heal this. I see you. I see that you're struggling and I believe that you can heal this. You may not need to even say this to them. Even if you just hold this um, belief in your mind, it shifts the energy and perspective. When you hold that space, there is no needing to fix it and there is no needing to push it away. Particularly those of us that uh, have people in our lives that are struggling with substance abuse. Um, the victim mentality um, is so prevalent um, and it can be really tough. And if you are um, yourself struggling with substance abuse and really drowning in this poor me, um, to judge yourself and make yourself wrong is not going to make it better. It's going to make it worse. So you really need to do this work of forgiving yourself for being where you are. Only then can you start to shift your perspective little bit, little bit by every day. <laughs> I hope this is helpful for you guys. Whether it's uh, something in yourself that you're wanting to overcome or trying to figure out how to support someone you know. Holding that space of I see you and I believe you can shift this, whether for yourself or for someone else, um, is, is definitely the way that you can get on the other side. And just remember one day at a time, noticing the things that make you feel good, allowing yourself to really be grateful each day. I wish you a blessed day. Thank you for being with me. Take care.